Welcome to episode one of the Irish Fitness Podcast, uh, brought to you by our sponsors for this week, NOCO. Over the next six weeks, we will be aiming to bring you guys a weekly update show on the Irish Open Leaderboard. We're going to have weekly guests, weekly sponsors and weekly competition giveaways. Uh, week one, we're going to kick it off with the GOAT of Irish CrossFit, uh, Emma McQuaid. Week two, we're going to have Mr. Kevin Claxton on, Louis from Ollie Cloden on week three, uh, the Lithuanian champion, Army on week four, our national champion, Mickey Smith on week five, and week six, we're going to wrap it up with the, the kingpin of Irish CrossFit, Alan Bornell. Uh, so we'll get right into the business end of things, Shane. 20.1 came out this morning yeah. at 1 or 2 a.m. I didn't stay up. I'm sitting out uh, this year's open, yeah. so I'm not as excited about it. And I'm sitting out myself, but I stayed up anyway, because, you know, okay. fan of the Cause, sport. Because you're 23, <laughs> yeah. that's why. Stay up at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? So, what we're looking at, basically, is 10 rounds for time, 8 ground overhead at 43 and 29 kilo, 10 bar facing burpees, and there's a 15-minute cap on that. Um, because it's for time, you'd see people are gonna, probably going to go out pretty hard on this, and it's mm. rounds for time. Um, the weight is relatively light for a kind of elite standard of people. A 43, 29, 95, 65 pounds in America. Um, we watched Panchik and Froning go against her last night, where obviously two of some of the best ever in the sport. Froning probably is the best ever in the sport. Uh, Panchik took that one by about 40 seconds, mm, 40, 50 so. seconds. I think yeah. Panchik's time was 9.22, and Froning, yeah. I believe it was either 9.59 or 9.10 yeah. to 10, bang on 10. So like looking at those guys, I don't know if we can really compare ourselves to those because they're really fast times, but uh, obviously the leaderboard tends to switch up after um, maybe when it's out for like a day or two, you'll see crazy times go up mm. on the board at first. Yep. Then it all kind of filters out to uh, the best always kind of rise to the top. So it's not really one of those specialist workouts. We were all expecting, I was kind of half expecting a seven minute burpee mm. workout just because I think a few of us saw Castro was hinting at that on Instagram. So uh, when I saw that, I was like, that's just classic CrossFit. Mm. You were saying it's very 19.4. Yes, it's extremely two. like 19.4. Um, between the actual reps and the, the movements themselves. And 19.4 was snatches, burpees. Snatches, burpees. Rest three minutes. Then. Rest three minutes, then we went into the uh, bar muscle-ups muscle and the burpees. burpees yeah. That was so pretty very, very so. similar yeah. feel. Um, I think it's going to be quite close between the top guys. Yeah. I would imagine that there's not going to be much of a difference because of the simplicity of the movements and then the lighter weights as well. Yeah. So. It's a, good, it's a good theme to go off because what we saw in the games where they had so many athletes, I think it was 100 and, 150 athletes started mm. off with and uh, they just basically gave them classic CrossFit to go with. So there wasn't anything specialist about a swim or a run, it was just climb a rope, snatch mm. and run 400 meters. Mm. You know, that's what we do. Everyone does that in CrossFit box every day around the world. So um, it looks like Dave Castro kind of continue that if he's doing all the programming. Yes. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, sure he, he still is. has the the reins of a bush. He'd give that up for anyone. Yeah, and his his clues were back this year, and we thought they were pretty funny because this yeah. year he just started off with a two donkeys, probably somewhere yeah, on, somewhere on his ranch or something like that. So, what did you think that was about? Did you think the two donkeys represented a couple of? Those? Yeah, that, that's how. Like, you read the comments, and it's just like games athletes have the top comments, and they're just trolling, mm. with, and they have all the likes on their comments, but they're just yeah, trolling. Yeah, I think yeah, I saw yeah. like Chandler Smith and. Jacob Hepner were just completely trolling, saying, you know, reading way too much into it, reading yeah, a paragraph yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but then, yeah. it, from what regular people were commenting, it was just a couplet. Yes. You know, I myself thought it was there were two donkeys, donkey kicks, 
people donkey kicked the double unders, I thought we were going to see a repeat of it. Could have been, could have been. I don't know if Castro is that smart to take into it with that dip. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I think it was a good opener. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that they gave the option of the ground overhead mm. instead of the snatch as well opens it up to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think the more people they can encourage to participate at the start and get signed up is a good thing. Um, again, I know that there's a little drop-off this year in the Open because of the switch of times and people losing a little bit of interest because of the uh, the way things have and the social media, around. social but, media, yeah, I think the social too. media because of that was gone. Yeah, there's a little less hype, um, but I think that will come around as well. Yeah, you know, I think people once they realise that the social media end of it is not everything, it's about getting together with your buddies and yeah. you know throwing down and stuff. And like I think that. in a way, what they saw coming, maybe Greg Glassman and Castro, is that well, I'd say Glassman is just the one behind this, but mm. all these sanctionals have to do their own promotion. Yes. So CrossFit don't have to put their money into that. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. Smart business. Yeah, man. so we're looking at 30 sanctions for this year. I can't even, I couldn't even name them off. I don't even know nah. all of them yet, but we, can we have one here in Ireland. Sure. Yeah. 5150, yeah. shout out to uh, Doreen and the guys. Yeah. Well done on that, good job. Looks like it's going to be a great one this year. Um, get to play at myself, so really mm. looking forward to that. Looks like great athletes. Yeah, Actually, man. one thing on that I did see, and um, they announced three more sanctional champions. Right. At the 5150 this okay. year, which is brilliant. Who, you know? who do we have coming up? We have Jonakowski, who's after placing at the games a good few times. Good athlete. Gave uh, Matt Fraser a good few um, runs whenever they were kind of against each other in workouts. Mm. Um, who else? Are we? Roman Krennikov, and there was one more too. Roman Krennikov, Jonakowski, the cowboy, Sean Sweeney. Sean yeah, Sweeney, yeah, 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 good dude. Good so dude. yeah, they actually had Sean Sweeney over for their opening announcement. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Which was, uh, yeah, we'll have to make a trip up, I yeah. think for sure. Yeah, great, great athlete to watch. Yeah, All yeah. three of them are fantastic. I can't wait to kind of do my events with my team and then watch those. I think they even placed them at the right time so that if you're on a team of four, yeah. a box team, you can go and watch. Uh, the individuals, whatever you Sounds want. Sounds good, man. Yeah. And uh, as far as any Irish athletes competing in the filthy 150, who do we have? I think we're looking I know at that Emma and yeah. So Emma Mickey and Mickey got the the, the invite. Yeah, didn't they? they have an invitation straight off because they went to the games, and uh, obviously we're trying to keep it Irish. Yeah. So that's a great way to do it. National champions coming from the Open, and then mm. PD Savage. I believe, PD's qualified. back. The return yeah. of the king. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see how he goes this year. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're looking at Sam, 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 Sam Stewart. Made it, did he? Yeah, I'll have to look at the leaderboard again now, but um, pretty sure we're looking at Sam, Petey, and then uh, the two national champions. So that's going to be on array, yeah. man. And it's any, not any a, Irish females? Did we see any? I don't think we did. No. I know that Cara Milligan is out at the moment, yeah. and uh, I'm not sure if I saw Aoife or any of the rest of them. No, I like I. I'd have to look now on these leaderboards, but just from scanning over any kind of qualifying mm. athletes, what yeah. they call out. Um, with the with international win, we're looking at Kristen Holter, yep. who's placed second at the games this mm, year. That's mm. the second, yeah, unbelievable athlete. Some big names, man. Yeah, so Some real big names. Yeah, it's a really great good competition. For, great for Irish CrossFit. Yeah, they play the lads. Putting us on the map, fifty one fifty. So yeah, absolutely, brilliant. absolutely. Uh, what about last year's leaderboard coming into this year? Let's take a look at that. Um, yeah. Let's start from. We'll go from number ten up on the females and see who we're dealing with. Yeah, so we're looking at the women's leaderboard, just, just Ireland, this mm. is, um, from 2019. So the top 10 in the, in the women's bar, Nicole, Nicola Levy, mm. Kerry Hewitt, Claire McGillan, Maria Jenkins, Erin O'Neill, Ashling Pettigrew. Yes. Hope I'm saying that right. Jenna Heron, Cara Milligan, Aoife Burke, and Emma Quaid. So straight away, you're looking at that top three as the usual suspects. Um, and we all had a, a feeling Emma Quaid 
would do pretty well in the Open this yeah, year. Yeah, man. Look at her finishes. She had four first place finishes. Um, she just came third in 19.1. And that was Aoife Burke who actually took 19.1 in Ireland. She has seven points compared to Aoife who was the closest with 15. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, can anyone give her a push this mm. year? I think it's going to be a pretty um, dominant performance by the looks of things. Uh, we've seen her at the IFC this mm. year. Yeah. Same thing, she won every workout, which was phenomenal. And Aoife Bork even competed at the IFC this year, and that was a great race. And some great of those workouts, race. she gave her a great It was push. close, it was close, yeah. but again, she won, she won every workout. Yeah. So. Emma still took everything, but she, she did yes. have that good, yeah, yeah, good push yeah, from Aoife. Yeah. It was a solid athlete. So. It was. Let's take a look at the man's leaderboard. So the men's, so the Irish men's top 10 mm. for 2019, from 10 up, we're looking at Andrew Hickey, Ian Golding, Ashley Hawthorne, Michael Welch, Sam Stewart, Jim Neal, Jamie Heaton, Eamon Kelly, Niall McCarthy are full, uh, and Mickey Smith on top of the leaderboard there. Super close at the top. Yeah. Men's so, is very interesting in Ireland. If you look at if you look at the CrossFit games and stuff like that, it's always the women's is way more interesting. But the Irish men's leaderboard in the Open tends to be you don't mm -hmm. know who's coming out. But super close, man. Super yeah. close. We have the dominant side of Emma McQuaid with the uh, on the women's side. She you knows she's just that level above everyone mm -hmm. else. But on the men's side, looking at it right here with the point spread from last year, super super close. Uh, Mickey finished with sixteen. Fowell very close behind with eighteen. Uh, Eamon Kelly then 21, Jamie Heaton 21, Jim Neal 36. Sam would have been a lot closer, I think, if he had got a, a top five performance on workout one. 19.1, Then he, yeah. would have, uh, he would have been a lot closer to the top, possibly even would have been the champion. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see that he shore up his uh, obvious weakness this year for that one. But I'm really looking forward to this. And the, the one name where missing off there at the moment is PD Savage, yeah. which I'm sure is going to make a return this year. Uh, super excited to see that. The battle for the top male place is going to be really, really tight. Um, you know, it's it's uh, a tough, tough end to the season. Mm. But uh, yeah, we're going, to, we're going to see a real tight race on there. Yeah, and if you look at the Open, I, even, I think I even heard Mickey Smith talk about this and how difficult or stressful the Open can actually be. Like yeah. you, want it, you do want to enjoy it because it's yeah, the Open man. and it's a community super thing. Super stressful, super um, stressful. When you're trying to win and go to the CrossFit Games, yes. I can imagine how that would take a toll on you. But uh, Mickey Smith was consistent all across mm. and he's a very legit athlete. I think we all know that, even from the Irish Fitness Championships this year, mm. we're talking about Emma doing so well. Yes. Um, but we had Mickey and Army. And then Ian as well. Ian Goulding. Just a great Monster. race all around. So. Kevin Claxton called him a mutant, I think. That's what he <laughs> yeah. said. He's an experiment. He is. He's so it'll be interesting to see fit, how yeah. he goes this year as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a real interesting race on the, uh, the male sides. Um, if you look at the males throughout the top 10 there? as well, you're going to sanction as athletes too, you know. Yeah, two sanctioned yeah, athletes. Like Jamie Heaton has always been up there. He's yeah, you can't count out Jamie. He's gone to always, regionals and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Sam yeah. has gone to regionals too. So um, it's, it's up for grabs there. So Mickey's trying to protect that all the way. Eamon Kelly as well. He did very well in the IFC this year. Super good to see him going. Yeah, all in all, it's going to be a pretty good race, man. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Looks really good. Um, I can't wait to see how... On one part one on fours, so 20.1. What mm. kind of scores we're going to see over the next few days? Yeah. Um, we'll have Emma on later in the show. Yeah. I know she's probably hitting it right about now. Um, we promise not to ask her our score, but uh, she can give us a few 
Tips Might give us a strategy or something yeah, like that, yeah. but not, not scores just yet. Yeah, I think so. All those scores will be up on Monday, I'm sure. Yeah. Some crazy scores, especially yeah. in this leaderboard. So as of today, everyone is in first place. And over the next few days, then we'll see how that plays yeah. out. Um, so that's the Irish leaderboard from last year. That's the plan for the next few weeks. Uh, after the break, we're going to have on the one and only Emma McQuaid. I'm excited about that. She's going to be giving us her training tips. Uh, she's going to be running through 20.1 for us and uh, giving us her plans for the rest of the season. Mm. And today, joining us live via the magic of Skype, we have Emma McQuaid. Emma, how's it going? How's things? Yeah, keeping well. Everything going good. Uh, really appreciate you joining us this morning. Um, we're big fans and um, I asked you and straight away you agreed to come on the show. So thank you very much from my end. No problem at all. Yep, I know Shane is a big fan as well. So oh, yeah. we're excited to get talking to you and all that kind of business. Uh, Shane, do you want to kick it off there? Yeah, um, I just want to basically start it off with basically just asking you. People, like, people at home will know a lot about you if they're going to watch this show anyway and they'll be a fan. But... Basically, just a brief history of your introduction to CrossFit and how you got into the sports and where it's after leading you to today, if you could. Uh, well, obviously, I started like my back where I did quad racing. Um, so I started CrossFit to get fit for quad racing and then very quickly fell in love with CrossFit and then ended up actually quitting my sport that I've done from I was raced from I was six years old and I rode a quad from I was two years old. Great. Pretty, pretty comprehensive history then in sport. Stop it and start crossing. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And as far as um, your introduction into CrossFit, how did that happen? Uh, I was in America. Uh, I was actually I was over there riding the quad in America. And uh, my partner David, he was getting physio over there after his accident. And I was training in a gym, just a global gym. And there was CrossFit going on in like the gymnasium next door. I was walking. I was like, wow, that looks awesome. Went in, asked her to join in. The lady says, if you come tomorrow, it's class like 6 a.m. I was like, sweet, see you there. And I got absolutely got my ass handed to me. I was fuming and basically never looked back from that day. Okay, nice one. And you've been a pretty much force to be reckoned with ever since. Yeah. I really don't like getting beat. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, be, I yeah. bet not. We've gathered that. We've gathered that. <laughs> so, um, congratulations on making it to the Games this year. I know you've been trying that for a good few years now. Um, you know, a massive achievement for any athlete to get there. Uh, how did you feel about the Games experience and uh, what did you think of the new format with the cuts and whatnot? Um, well, like, it's, it's always harsh. Like, the cuts, cuts are harsh. Mm. Um, Probably would have been nicer to see, like, maybe, like, the top 40 compete uh, a little bit longer. Mm. Obviously, you just got, like, a bigger, like, a bigger field, obviously, to uh, a bigger base of results. Um, I don't think you can get the top 10 by else. So, you can't. Um, there would have been 40 athletes there for the three days, and then maybe made the cuts from the Sunday onwards. I think it maybe would have... Could have seen, seen some of the results, maybe not number one, but probably two, two to thirtieth spot would have uh, mm. been quite interesting to see. But um, it is what it is. 
I would say next year it would be nicer if they gave the athletes a, a longer opportunity to show and shine kind of thing. Uh, but we'll, we'll soon see. I think I did. Um, I think I did. I read or hear somewhere that they're changing to every second counts format, like they had at the very start of the games. So it'll be three yeah. named workouts, mm. and then they'd add up your scores for those workouts, okay. and that'll be yeah. your score for the cuts. That's going to be the first cut. Yeah, I think that's what they did on Dave Castro's ranch back when they first started it, and they made that movie. Mm. That would be the first yeah. CrossFit movie. And, uh, he was like a 7.5k trail run, a deadlift, and then like crab or something Yeah, like yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So add they, they added all the times to get on yeah. then. So you have the all domains portion. of basically fitness there, mm. and they're trying to so like... Something like that would be yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it would be a nice way to get into it and then maybe introduce the more advanced workouts as the uh, the time goes on or the weekend goes on rather. Yeah. Um, so you had a good experience overall, apart from the cuts and whatnot. Uh, what did you think of the whole setup and Madison and being there with all the different countries? It looked amazing. Oh yeah, it was, a, it was awesome. Uh, it was such a good experience. Um, and then obviously just like Madison in general, Awesome. Like you're walking down the street and different people were like, oh, you're meeting at the CrossFit Games, I'm coming to work on Saturday. Like, Brilliant. Oh, that's really weird. Brilliant. You know, yeah, it was really good. The whole, the whole like, we city kind of got, got together and uh, they really, 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 like, it just seemed so, like, close community. Yes. Um, like, a few of the different athletes were saying, you know, in California, like, no one had a clue that, oh, you're doing CrossFit this weekend, where Madison, like, every single person in the town, the shops, like cafes, they were like, oh, you can meet at the CrossFit Games? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll be there. So it was quite cool that all the locals came and watched as well. Very good, very Brilliant. good. Sounds like you had a brilliant experience. Did you get to meet Castro and Glassman? Yep, uh, both Castro and Glassman were at the athlete um, dinner. Very good. So, yeah. Cool, awesome, awesome. Uh, Shane? Yeah, so, Basically, yeah, we want to just get through what you talk the games experience, but now we're into the new season of the Open, pretty much, new CrossFit season, and you don't have to give us your score. I know you did this morning, but what did you think of that first workout overall? Oh, yeah, Lee. The dog, is it? <laughs> yeah, she's barking. We'll have to get her on the next yeah, show. Yeah, we get the dog on next time. <laughs> yeah, so just an overall, what you think of 20.1 then? Oh, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, such a grand lung. Yeah. From it. It was great. Look tasty. My kind of thing, just how much do you want to hurt? Okay. And uh, will you be repeating it over the weekend or over the coming days? Uh, I'll know Briggsy's score within the next 45 minutes. And <laughs> okay, okay. okay. A little bit of friendly competition, of course. Yeah. Uh, for that kind of workout, if I'm within like 30 seconds of her, I think I'll be safe. Yeah, okay. So Samantha Jesus, Briggs is a pretty yeah, good yeah. person. To that would be, I, I, I would say the same for myself. If I get around <laughs> yeah. about 30 seconds within our time, I should be doing all right. Um, yeah, so that's your thoughts on 20.1. Any tips or strategy for a kind of a general? I know it's very hard because everyone is at different levels, but would you give anyone any advice, uh, either warming uh, yeah, up or... So like, like, yeah, I'm like... I've had watched like six of my athletes go this morning, mm. like after I went. So biggest thing is just get the heart rate high beforehand. Obviously, like I averaged one eighty two max at one ninety one in that workout, and Ooh, so for me, I got my heart rate up above one eighty five before I started. 
Um, so obviously the shorter the workout, the longer the warm-up would be my advice. Mm. Okay. And how long would you wait before spiking your heart rate like that and then doing the actual workout? And as soon as I went into the gym today at 10.30, I did a 20-minute heart rate opener and then did all my movement stuff, um, got the bar, got my camera, got everything set up, uh, did another five-minute heart rate spike and then got into the workout. Okay, and Emma, if there's people now, maybe not at your level, just in CrossFit boxes, maybe around Ireland are watching this, what advice would you give them approaching this workout if they're going to hit tonight, Friday Night Lights? Um, don't sprint the first like two or three rounds because yeah. obviously it's a ten round workout. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously gonna bite quite hard. Um, just kind of pick your own pace and just see just to keep moving as we go. Um, and then obviously fi figure it out if you're better at snatching, pick snatch, and if you're mm. better at clean and jerk, pick clean and jerk. Um, <clears throat> there's literally like one second between it. We 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 uh, time uh, the clean and jerk, and it was fifteen seconds in time. Uh, the snatch, it was 14 seconds, so it's minimal difference. Okay, yeah, okay. perfect. Some good advice. Um, so, the Open is on for the next five weeks. What does a typical training day look like for Emma McQuaid during the Open? Oh, my training doesn't change during the Open. Okay. It's just, it's just the same the whole way through. Um, so, I train three times, three times, sometimes four times a day, um, five days a week, and then uh, two days a week. One full rest day on a Sunday, and then on a Thursday I'll have an active recovery day where I'll do, I'll swim, uh, probably like fifteen hundred meters, and I will either bike or run, just depend. If the weather's good, I'll run. Yesterday I ran. Uh, if the weather's rubbish, I'll go into the gym and I'll probably hit like a bike session or just kind of go on field, but I'll do at least two hours of training on a Thursday. Okay, so it's pretty full on the whole way through the open then. Yeah, it's like it's only one workout. Yes. So yes. It's not like you're doing a competition like weekend. It's it's one workout. It's anything between like six and twenty seven minutes at a very max. So mm. like yeah, at, at this level, I don't really think you can afford to like take time off because mm. obviously Filthy One Fifty is coming up. If I reduce volume now, then Filthy One Fifty will suffer a three day competition. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. and is is filthy. I know filthy one fifty is obviously in your plans because you got the invitation. But is the open more important to you than a sanctioned event? Is the open more of your game to try and get to the games again? Yeah, you... like uh, I would be stupid not to capitalize on yeah. the open. Um, like uh, it's you've got your home environment, you've got your gym, you've got your friends, you've got you've got the bar you want. Uh, you've got the luxury of the time that you want to do the workout. Mm. So for me, it's like, why would why would I not make the most of the open? Um, obviously, I'm going all in on every single workout. If I need to repeat it twice, if I need to repeat it three times, I will. And mm. um, hopefully, once is going to be enough because I, I give it everything this morning. Um, I'm 95% certain that will be my score. But if I if I Briggsy messages me now in like an hour's time and says, here I got X time. <laughs> Frigate, we're going on Monday. You'll have to keep so, open uh, her. I'm fairly confident that uh, hopefully we're going to be one and done this year. Excellent, excellent. And as far as any other sanctional events, we know you're uh, pre-qualified for the 150. Are you going to go to any other sanctionals during the year? Anything planned or anything? Yeah, so I'm going to go to 150 and I'm taking my off-season. and I'm going to take a month off uh, after Filthy. 
and just completely deload the body, get everything feeling good. Um, just do a nice rebuild phase, and then we're going to do strength and depth as a team just to have fun. Um, me, Mickey uh, Smith, Army, and Dianidi are doing that as a team. Oh, serious team. team. Serious team. Yeah, so we, we've, we've got a really good team. Um, I wanted Jean on the team because obviously she's got the experience with the two times at the game for GST. Mm. Um, so she can definitely be the the leader of the team, hopefully, and keep us right. And then obviously myself, Mickey and Army have worked together, the Celtic series and all that there. Yeah. And um, we've, we've just gelled so well together. So uh, I think that's just, I, I think we should hopefully podium at that. Excellent. Uh, and then next on the line is I've got an invite for Waterpalooza. Oh, very oh, nice, very good. That'll be cool. That's in February, and then I want to qualify for a road. Excellent, oh, excellent. So you're going to have a pretty big, uh, big year coming into the 2020 season. Yeah, I want to try and like get 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 competing in like the sanctional events. So like, mm. I definitely think Filthy 50 is going to be massive. Um, Waterpalooza every year is massive. It's one of the biggest competitions, and then Rogue last year had probably more depth than the CrossFit Games top 10 had. Yes, so, absolutely. Uh, it was a fantastic lineup. Yeah, Definitely so my favourite sanction so far. The top girls because it's just, I think if you're constantly competing against the best, you get used to it mm. and it doesn't become a big thing uh, come come August. So that's my goal this year. Super. As hard as possible and not like cherry pick for easy, easy events to try and podium. Uh, yes. I don't really care if I podium, I just want to compete against the best in the world and then uh, be in a better position come August next year. Brilliant, sounds good. Um, I know that you're a very busy competitor and athlete. Uh, you also have an honor of, a number of other ventures going on, uh, namely the Daily Grind. I see to be a lot more people getting onto your program. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so obviously, like, um, I'd like, Varies from like complete beginners of like daily grind 45, which is just designed for 45 minutes uh, to supplement like your CrossFit class. So it has like your core, a strength, like a cardio workout. So it's just mainly like accessory stuff. So okay. you can pick and choose what you want to do on a given day. Um, so there's that, and then I have like an RX, so daily grind RX, which is just more so designed to start getting into an RX kind of division, so it's not like, it's not elite, quite um, quite basic progression to start like hitting pull-ups, uh, muscle-ups, hand-down walks, and you know, just kind of that wee bit more competitor style, but not competitor volume. Um, and then I've got obviously just like my one-to-one clients, um, obviously who are all competitors. I see that, I see Foal, I think I see uh, Michael Welch, Yep, so I've excellent, got Paul, excellent. Michael Walsh, Eamon, um, I've got a good few in the north, uh, a couple over in Scotland and stuff, so yeah, so we're, we're, we're going, going well and everyone seems to be, um, we had a big, big uh, weekend there last up in Black Box and CrossFit Berserk, so um, awesome team we have and mm. everyone gets on really well and I think that's the main thing that we've just created a really nice community. Absolutely, that's the biggest thing. Steel sharp and steel, but everyone needs to get on as well, I think. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Hey, now we have a few fan questions from IG. So Shane is going to read them out, uh, a couple of them, just to get your, uh, your knowledge and your, your information. Okay, so Emma, 
What do you think in the middle of a tough session to get through? What are you thinking? What's your mindset when something's really, really hard and you want to get through it? Um, it, can, it really depends on the session. Like, it really depends on the session. Um, like, probably my most mental grind would be, like, back squat sets of, like, 10. Okay, yeah. Oh, yes. That melts my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we know so that. So, like, just like, do you want a 120 clean or not? Yeah. What is your clean? What is your clean? Show us out of interest. Pardon? What, what is your clean? What's your one rep max clean? Uh, 110 kilos. What a god. <laughs> a lot of men get very embarrassed. Yeah, now, yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Put like, it to shame. I'm not even going to ask your snatch because he's just embarrassed two of us too. Uh, so next one then from the fans will be, which movement took you the longest to master when you first started CrossFit? Double unders. Oh, I'm the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. Took me a while they too. Do take, they do take a while for everyone, don't they? No coordination at all. Yeah. I never skipped the first time I had a rope was in a CrossFit gym. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think everyone can relate to that one anyway. A lot of coordination in that rather than fitness. Um, what's your hardest, if you can remember, training session you've ever been put through? Um, oh, I don't know. There's been that many. I honestly, I don't even know. Probably it's, during like regionals, game streaming kind of thing okay. is uh, usually the hardest ones. It's whenever you have your coach standing over you and you cannot mm. give in. <laughs> That's probably they're probably the hardest ones. So anytime I'm with Jicey. Uh, it, it hurts a yeah. lot more than when you're at home. Yeah, I did see a video of you and uh, Sarah Sigma's daughter where you're going head-to-head -head in the... I think you're out in Spain in the training camp. Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, we've, yeah, we've trained, obviously, that uh, Club La Santa a few times. So yeah. yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that looks pretty tough. So, next one then from OG is your favourite open workout ever? Oh, the 55s. The Calro deadlift. Oh, okay. that oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good one. Do you want to try and get back to the wall balls? Yes. Yeah, yeah. What score did you get on that, Emma? Um, me and Briggsy went head to head on that. Mm. And I think I got like maybe like 35 or 40 wall balls. And she got like nine reps more than me. And I was. Ooh, it was crazy. That's insane. That <laughs> is a crazy score. I tell you what. Fair play. Brilliant. And then the last one then we have from Instagram is how often do you do isolation work rather than just regular CrossFit? How often do you get your pump on? So bodybuilding and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you don't? I don't really. Um, you ever throw in a few bicep curls or yeah. anything like that? No. No? Like, not as interesting. much as I'd love to. Like, Jersey doesn't program me, so I don't do it. So okay, yeah. whatever he programs me, I'll do. Um, and do you, do, would you recommend any of that kind of isolation stuff for people if they wanted to build strength, strength in the joints, strength in the muscles, or do you think we should just keep it compound and keep it? Yeah, like, yeah, it's obviously all. Um, no, like, it's, 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 it's good to mix it up. Uh, mm. It's good to mix it up. Um, every athlete's different. So they are, uh, like, obviously I would do, like, I would do a lot of strict, strict pull-ups, mm. uh, chin-ups, ring rows, pegboard pull-ups. Okay. Uh, regular push-ups, kettlebell press, dumbbell press. So like I would do a lot of that, but I wouldn't do a lot of like just like bicep curls or such. Bro went out. <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, now we ran a competition on Instagram over the last six days. Um, Noco, our sponsors for this episode, have kindly got on board. Your sponsors as well. 
and uh, yourself obviously with the daily grind and the prize for this week's winner is two cases of no-go and an hour's personal training with ourselves so we uh, randomly selected a fan from instagram and uh, i sent you on the winner earlier so the winner for this week's competition is Is that the name of McCormick? Yeah, that's the word. Ray yeah. McCormick. <laughs> Ray McCormick, congratulations. We will be in touch and we will organise for your training session with Emma and also for your two cases of uh, whoops. Oh, she's gone. She's gone. A little bit of a technical oh. difficulty there. Can you hear us? Hey, hey you're back. <laughs> Did you move something there? Did you shift something around? No, I'm trying to look for the name. Oh, yes, oh. yeah. Don't touch your phone. Don't touch your phone. Uh, so congratulations, Mairead. Um, now, do you want to give a shout out to any of your sponsors, Emma, anyone who has helped you along the way, your coach maybe, and anyone else you want to give a little uh, tip of a hat to before we say goodbye? No, no connection. Oh, Emma's gone there. <laughs> right. So I'm sure she would have uh, told us plenty about our sponsors and all that kind of business. Uh, sorry folks, just experiencing some small technical difficulties there. Um, coming towards the end of the show, we're going to give Emma an opportunity to give a shout out to our sponsors and her coach. So Emma? Yeah, I just want to obviously thank everyone that's obviously supported me. Without them, obviously this would not be possible to train full time. Um, so obviously I'd like to thank Wig, um, Bitter, uh, Eat Naked, Nuku, for keeping me intact and keeping me training um, and then obviously um, I'd like to thank uh, a new one of the new nutritional companies that's been helping me consistency breeds growth um, they've just been helping me dial in my nutrition even more and obviously naked or putting it all together for me so Brilliant. thank you Excellent. If someone wants to uh, maybe start your program and they want to get into it is there like an Instagram or a website they can go to to start that? Um, yep so they just um, just uh, it's on my be able to go straight into the programming app. Okay, it's on your Instagram okay. and you can have a look at it then from there. Perfect. Brilliant. Emma, I would like to say thank you very much for coming, uh, coming on the show. Uh, you've been an absolute legend. We'd like to wish you the best over the next five weeks. Um, I'd wish you luck, but uh, I'm not, I don't think you're going to need that. Mm -hmm. um, I have a funny feeling that you're going to do well. And uh, we'll be keeping an eye on you in the 2020 season. And we would love to have you back at some stage if you're uh, not too busy. How does that sound? Perfect. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Emmett. And that's a wrap.